Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, the spiciest podcast on the market. High on the Scoville scale, leave the seeds in, they're the best bits. Hello, James A. Caster. I gambled for a second there. I was like, oh man, he's really not even trying. And then the Scoville level came in in yeah. the seeds and I was like, I should never doubt this guy. Look, it's he harder and harder. Doing. It's harder and yeah. harder to come up with intros, man. Absolutely. And you know what? Shout out to the person who compiled uh, a YouTube video of oh. uh, every intro I've done. Really? Couldn't bring myself to listen back to it because I know some of them were below par. I'll have a little listen. I've never heard this podcast before. <laughs> You'll love it. What a treat. <laughs> Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast. James Acaster, tell everyone what it's about. We're going to invite a guest into the Dream Restaurant and we're going to ask them what their favourite ever starter, main course, dessert, side dish and drink are. Yes, indeedy. And this week's guest is... Arabella Weir. Arabella Weir, brilliant comedian, actor, writer. You may recognise her from The Fast Show. She's one of my heroes. She did a food show called Posh Nosh as well. Yep. And she's currently touring a show, which is like a stand-up autobiographical show called Does My Mum Loom Big In This? Fantastic name. We're big fans. We're big fans. Uh, so we're very much looking forward to meeting Arabella. Unfortunately. If Arabella says a secret ingredient that we have predetermined, mm-hmm. she will be kicked out of the restaurant, which is a shame, but rules is rules. And James, what's the secret ingredient this week? Seeded grapes. Seeded grapes. Specifically seeded grapes. I hate a seeded what grape. What is the point? Grapes are too small to have seeds in them. It means that a too high a percentage of that bite is a seed. Yeah, and when it's a surprise seeded grape, that's oh. the worst. When you've bought a bag of grapes yeah. and you haven't seen that they're seeded, because seeded is a very similar word to seedless. Yeah. So your brain might fill in the gaps and you mm. might think you bought seedless. You crunch down on a big old grape. Hello, there's a little tooth in there. Straight away. Why are they even in there? 
We can do seedless grapes. We all like seedless grapes. No, who's going out of their way to buy seeded grapes? It's crazy. And I don't know how they get the seeds out of grapes. I'd imagine there's some little lad at the factory sucking them out or something. Yeah, sure. Little boy sucking down all the seeds. Then he grows a big old grape plant in his belly and then it grows out of him. And then it all goes out of his eye sockets and his ears and he dies. And then there's going to be a new boy come in and suck all the seeds out of the new grapes. So hopefully Arabella doesn't say seeded grapes. Uh, well, hopefully. I, oh, fingers crossed she doesn't. Please, please, please. Very excited to meet her. Um, so this, without further ado, is the off-menu menu of Arabella, Arabella Weir. Welcome, Arabella Weir, to the Dream Restaurant. <laughs> I like the Dream Restaurant, yeah. Okay, hello. <laughs> Welcome, I'm Abel Weir, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. <laughs> I'm a genie. <laughs> right. I'm a genie and a waiter. It's uh, rare. A genie and a waiter. It's rare for a genie to appear from a lamp and then immediately have to say, I'm a genie. Yeah, right, because if you did appear from a lamp, I kind of know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you were kind of distracted by Ed when I came out the lamp, so I thought you might sure. not yeah. see me come out of the lamp. Well, Ed's the maitre d'. Yeah. Are you the yeah. waiter? And you... James is the waiter, yeah. Who's I'm... the sommelier? That's my main focus the of interest. The great Benito. <laughs> right. We all muck in as well. We're all the general manager. Oh, okay. Wash the dishes. DJ, but, I'm a DJ. James is a DJ. DJ, very good. What music would you like on in the dream restaurant? I don't really like eating to music, too distracting. Okay. I quite like, I love music, but I don't really want to hear it when I'm eating. It makes me think I'm either in a lift or in a porn movie. So, <laughs> Those yeah. are the only two places you ever yeah. hear music? That, oh, no, not the only place, but that's uh, yeah, yeah, background yeah. music. It's always, you know, it's always supplied for those things, isn't it? A lift and a porn film. Yeah, my yeah. Spotify is just soundtracks to porn films. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, that's yeah. The yeah, yeah. kind of music there, is it? <laughs> no, it's lift music. Yeah, it's all, yeah, there is lift music No, lift well. music is porn music. Oh, right, okay. That's where it retires uh, to. That's why because it's the first ever porn was in a lift. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Is that true? Is that why so much sex happens in lifts? Does it? I'm not sure that's true either. All, all the lifts I've been in. <laughs> You're not having the sex you just observed. No, no, no. I'm always, yeah. I'm always, uh, not again. <laughs> oh, no, please, do you mind? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Asking them what floor they want to go to. <laughs> well, disgusting. Straight off the bat, apologies. Although uh, you brought up I'm porn. A, I, it was me. I'm, yeah, I'm afraid yeah, of it. I'm fair. sorry, I brought up porn, you but I up. won't be bringing it up again, I can assure you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, big fan of food? Big fan of food. Yeah? Big fan of food. Yeah. Not entirely uh, easy relationship with food, but a big fan of food. Ah, uh, not an easy relationship with it? No, I was brought up by Scots, and for all the Scots that are listening, I don't want to suggest that all Scots are like this, but there was, in my house, it was very much Scottish Presbyterian uh, punishing puritanical relationship with food, and that enjoyment of food could only be a slippery slope to gluttony. Right. So hunger is greed, enjoyment of food is quite obviously gluttony. Uh-huh. So, you know... Please welcome to the stage, Porridge. Yeah. Uh, you know, food is fuel. You only need fuel to eat. You only need food to fuel the body, and that's the amount. You're not supposed yeah. to be enjoying it or, you know. So my parents made porridge with salt and water. Oh, wow. Wow. And, I mean, if ever there was, you know, gruel, that's it. They were terrified, particularly as I was never skinny. They were terrified that if I liked something, then I'd obviously eat two tons of it uh-huh. so the whole kind of i was literally brought up with you can't eat because you're fat and you will get fatter if you enjoy it so you will eat the absolute basic to stay alive and that's it and that was just that was it and it was actually porridge. i was just talking about this this morning with a friend it was actually the when i was 12 and i went to um some 
I was at school with a girl who was Jewish and she had other Jewish friends and it was their house where not only I was invited to eat at the table with the adults, which was brand new to me, but I was expected to enjoy the food and if I liked it, I could have more. Right. That was the first time yeah. I thought, eh, what's going on here? <laughs> a, I'm not supposed to be at the table. No one wants to hear what I think. No one wants to hear what kids think. Mm. I mean, it sounds like I was brought up by Victorians and in many ways it was a sort of Victorian <laughs> upbringing. But uh, yeah, so it was a Jewish family that the first time I sort of became aware that you could enjoy food and that be plentiful amounts of it and yeah. that you were entitled to it. Right. Yeah, so the entitlement to food, and that's something I've tried to do with my kids, but I'm not a very good cook, so I'm not sure I've done very well with that. But um, When you had that meal with your friends and then went back home, is that something that you tried to bring back to your life oh, yeah. at home? Yeah, yeah, That's you what you're doing when you're 12, isn't it? Requested I, look, it. It was fight or flight with my mum. My parents were divorced by this time, and my mum was, you know, round the bend. That's the show I'm doing at the moment. Um it's not called My Mum is Round the Bend, although that would have been another one. It's called cool, uh, Does My Mum Loom Big in This? Well which done, is you, Ed. Excellent title. <laughs> Thank you. Did you I've, see I've, what I've done there? Yeah, you did yeah. it really well. Yeah. And I've made it really obvious what you did, but the uh, I think it's an excellent I think I've discussed it with about five different comedians how much we like that title. Good. It's Thank very, you. very good. Um, well, I'm, I'm, about I'm to... one of those comedians who discussed good. it with yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that doesn't really count because you're here. So four, I want so five four. independent comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> by the time I ate at these people's houses and then went home, no, all I thought was I've got to be at their house all the time. Right, okay. Because there was no food. There was at no my chance house. that you were, you were going to say to your mum, well, maybe we could try this. That implies that my mother was receptive. Right, okay. My mother was never in the wrong. Um, she, my mother was a bloke, really. Um, she was never in the wrong. She was unbelievably entitled, incredibly grand, and didn't think that anything to do with domesticity had anything to do with her. Right. And it, but we didn't have servants, so it's not like she went ask the cook, you know, which would have been fine. There was just there was just nothing in the fridge because yeah. my brothers were at boarding school, and. I was at home alone with my mum and my much, much younger sister, who was very, very thin. And she also found a family that kind of <laughs> fed her. So, yeah, like I cats. think my mum... Yeah, like cats. Uh, <laughs> like cats, yes. <laughs> my mum just, she didn't, she was incredibly intelligent and well-educated um, and privileged and stuff. But she just didn't think that anything to do with domesticity had anything to do with her. So I remember when I was about eight saying, I'm hungry. And she went, good, it's good for you. Uh, and me thinking I, I can't work out because it was before I knew about if you eat less you'll get thinner right so I just remember thinking how can this feeling be any good for me yeah but yeah there was there was there was a lot of um terror that well and also that's very Presbyterian isn't it and I don't think it's uniquely Presbyterian the um uh, any sort of abstinence is means you're a better person. Brings you closer to yeah, God as well. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, neither of my parents were religious, but they'd been brought up in the Church yeah. of Scotland. So the whole association with all sorts of abstinence is is godly, is pure, you know, not enjoying yourself, not wearing a cashmere sweater, wearing a horrible sweater, shirt of hair. Yeah. That's what porridge is. It's the uh, food equivalent of a shirt of hair. <laughs> <laughs> and just the idea that if you're enjoying anything, then it's bad. Like, yeah. you should... I mean, look, if you enjoy that donut, the next thing will be giving someone a blowjob yeah. and liking yeah. it, which that obviously Cue never the happens. Music. Um, <laughs> the music, music starts up immediately. Get in that lift. But, you know, it's all going to be a slippery slope to indulgence. It's not going to be hard work. Yeah. It's not going to be a shoulder to the wheel. It's going to be just sitting around going, I think I'm great and I might just have another bun. Yeah. You know, you're not doing any work, not sort of that. And that's very British as well. The idea that you must constantly be striving to do better than gamble 
or Acaster, you know, that you mustn't, they mustn't get ahead of you. I mean, what about you doing okay and me doing okay? No, that's not Mm. good enough. Everyone's got to be sort of, you know, competing with each other all the time. I also really like your mum's comeback when you say I'm hungry. She goes, good. (laughs) It's it's good for you. That's an amazing comeback to anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm terrified. Good stuff. (laughs) Excellent. See you later. Well, that'll make you a that'll sort of make you a man. Yeah, yeah. Inverted commas, won't it? That's the idea that you wouldn't be wet. Yeah, you wouldn't be wet and needy and hungry and in any way vulnerable. Talking of uh, wetness, still sparkling water. (laughs) Oh, I'm sparkling every time. Yeah, every time. Every time. Every time. Every time in a restaurant. And what about day to day? Well, interesting that because um, you may know a show that I co-wrote with John Cantor called uh, Posh Nosh, mm-hmm. and we came up with a water called Sparkling. <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't want still and you didn't want sparkling, yeah. you got sparkling. Lovely. Uh, but in daytime, I would go walking about the street. I'll go still. Restaurant sparkling every time. Yeah. Because it's like a party in a glass. Isn't it, it is really? a party is. in a glass. Also, is it a little bit of a Part of you is like a rebellion against your uh, your childhood, against your mother, against stuff that you might have in the house. I can't imagine sparkling water being looked upon favourably <laughs> in your household. Well, I don't up. think there would have been any bottled water. This right. is the 60s and 70s. There's going to be no namby-pamby nonsense sure. like bottled water. You'll just have it out the tap. Yeah. Um, no, but I, yeah, I, uh, I can't. I mean, the idea of water that was available because that was in a tap, but there wasn't anything yeah. else available. But uh, yeah, we didn't obsess about drinking water. Can quite you make as much. porridge with sparkling water? Mm. I expect you could, but it wouldn't be as nice as with cold water and salt, <laughs> would it? No, that's true. Sporridge, <laughs> sporridge, sporridge. You don't want to be enjoying yourself, though, do you? That's no, the main no, yeah. thing. Got to calm down with sparkling water with porridge makes it sound like you might be having too much yeah, of a good time. It's a bit of a laugh. You don't that. want to be doing that. <laughs> do you ever have porridge now as an adult, or do you or, go no. forget it never again? When people, you know, it's all made a sort of comeback and it's trendy and it's in yeah. pot. Yeah, and you yeah, have yeah. this and thinking, are you mad? <laughs> that is revolting. To me, it will always be like gruel. Yeah. People go, oh, I always have my porridge with my ekai berries or whatever I'm thinking no <laughs> porridge is revolting porridge it's, is cement to me yeah. it's what they're putting on top of it though that's the trendy thing is going yeah. like I want almond butter and blueberries and all of that and it's like well I'll just get those things and yeah why don't you just get yeah, those I'll things just, and cut yeah, out the porridge yeah. I think the porridge is what makes you I mean I gather porridge is incredibly good for you uh huh yeah well yeah, yeah. no not, not for me thanks slow energy release and stuff yeah, like and that yeah and all that I ain't having that I ain't having that it will yeah. always be salt and water to me and revolting I mean you probably had enough as a child that if it is slow energy release you're still benefiting it from- <laughs> Like now you're still you're still reaping the yeah, rewards, I'm right? Still, yeah, I'm still. I haven't eaten since I was a yeah, child, actually, just and I'm just yeah, it's just the porridge and the salt. Yeah, haven't eaten since I was nine. <laughs> are you a porridge fan, Ed? You still no, like you I maybe don't. are a bit of a porridge boy, and then maybe you've no, uh, I've never you're, really you're, had it growing up. Oh, okay, not... I thought Ed was being a little bit quiet during that conversation. Like maybe he's a big porridge fan and doesn't want to I, be I think, bullied by you. I think it's very bland and. I've, it's warming sometimes. It can be warming mm. on a on a winter's morning, but it's it's the stuff you put on top of it. That's what yeah. I like. I'm not but as with most porridge. things. Yeah. What are you having for breakfast these days? I am having almost without fail natural yogurt. Yes. Uh, with frozen, uh, obviously defrosted uh, blueberries mm-hmm. and a little bit of muesli mixed in, mm, almost nice. without fail. But on a real sort of fun day, I'll have a pano raisin. Oh yeah. I like a pano raisin. Is that a Saturday? No, that's a day when someone else buys it because if I buy it, it's fattening. But if I don't buy it, it's got no calories in it. Sure. So if somebody says, I'm coming around, do you want a pastry? I go, yes, bring me a pan of raisin. And then I 
calorie free if you didn't pay for it. That right. is a well-known trope. What yeah. if they bring it over and you're halfway through eating it and they ask for the money for it? I'll just say, don't be ridiculous. I've just made you coffee. Right. Okay, uh, right. And you're in my house. Who are you? Uh, who are you? Um, no, and also my friends don't do that. For goodness sake, we're past that. Can you list um, the last five people who bought you a pad of raisin, please? Catherine Thaler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Becky Jacobs. Yeah. Paul Whitehouse. Whitehouse got his dipped in his pocket. Got a pack. Uh, and I can't remember the two before then. I love that Whitehouse is buying your pad of raisins. Uh, <laughs> why? Because I've I, I, I grew up watching. He's the got Far, money. Up watching the Fast Show. Absolutely love it. I like to think that you're all still friends buying each other pastries. Uh, well, none of us apart from Paul need pastries. We're all past the needing a pastry phase, but we all still eat them. But yeah, we're all still friends. That's good. How many of the Far Show cast have bought you a pan and raisin on it over the years? Over the years, probably just Paul. Charlie Hickson is a very good cook. Right. And he's made me many meals, but that has not included pastry. I bet Simon Day's never bought you a pan and raisin. You're absolute. Neither's John Thompson. What about <laughs> yeah. that, eh? Uh, neither of them have ever bought me a pastry. Uh, no, neither Thompson of them. Thompson was on the fence, but I didn't know if he would have or not. Simon Day, yeah, def- he's absolutely no, no way. Simon Day actually is quite a, he's quite a foodie. Yeah. He really is a foodie, mm. but he has not bought me a pastry and maybe he'll rectify this. I imagine Williams would have bought you a pastry, a pan of No, he's also a real foodie, really, really good at cooking, but no, never bought he's me never nothing. never bought you a pan of raisin. Bought me a very nice bottle of wine. Okay. Where we argued about the pronunciation. Now, I'm going to spell it because I'd like to know what you two Okay, <laughs> right. M-O-N-T-R-A-C-H-E-T. And it's usually also after that hyphen P U. L-I-G-N-Y. Montrachet. I'd say Montrachet as well. Absolutely on the money. We had an absolutely fight to the death because Williams was absolutely convinced it was Montrachet. No, it's not. What? Because of Montparnasse. Montparnasse. Yeah. So look, I mean, you know, sometimes when you're trilingual, yeah. it helps. But uh, Montrachet is Montrachet, but Montparnasse, which also has a T, M-O-N-T, yeah. is Montparnasse. So that was the, uh, this was the sort of thing we used to row about on the far show. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we well, sound well, so that the famous week where you said, this week I've been mostly drinking Montrachet. Mon- <laughs> <laughs> he never said that. He Mon- never said that. Montrachet. <laughs> Montrachet, yeah. But it's not Montrachet. Wow. Ah, oh, I love Fast Show Goss. <laughs> I know we sound so rock and roll, don't we? That's what I'm yeah. here for. There Pop nubs or bread? Say that again? Pop nubs or bread? Oh, bread. Bread. Pop yeah. nubs are crisps. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on, if you want a crisp, that's what you have with your aperitif. No yeah. problem. Yeah. I yeah. will not argue with that. Uh-huh. If you want a Pop Dom crisp, be my guest. Don't try and bring a poppadom to the table unless you're having an Indian, an Indian, Indian meal. But no, it's bread every time. Yeah. Then you get to eat butter. Yeah, you do yeah. get to eat. And butter. that's how it's all bre- about the butter. Bread's basically a vessel for butter. Yeah, and sure. that's what it is. Now, I mean, who wants bread? You want the butter, don't you? Or the sure. olive oil? Yeah. Uh, but no, it would be bread and butter every time. Any, any particular type of bread? If I was in an Italian restaurant, I'd want a nice squidgy focaccia mm-hmm. with a nice oily, crusty top with lots of, salt, of salt, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the rosemary. If I'm in a, you know, English, British, whatever you want to call it, restaurant, then it would be a nice sort of brown, uh, seedy bread with really nice salted butter. 
Mm. How thick you're spreading the butter? Oh, thick. Yeah. I mean, I might even, just to show my mother, make the butter thicker than the bread. Yeah. 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 How are you liking that, mum? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah. We stick it to her. Because, yeah, and because uh, eating for me is still revenge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? Uh, What fun is anything in life if it's not revenge? Yeah. If you're not giving it two fingers to someone, then why on earth are you doing it? Because everything's going to be about anger. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Redirecting your anger. Is there a particular type of butter that uh, you always go to that you buy? Stock president, you, mm, get, yeah, you don't mind the President, the uh, uh, French, your French posh president. butter, but any posh butter that's super salty. Yeah. The chunks of salt are the best when there's like proper chunks. Heart attack in a plate. Yeah. 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 He's, he's a chunker. You like oh, a chunker. I love a chunker. You like a nice big salty. Like we get big, salt salty hit. Chunk. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Where you think, oh, it's not too salty. Bam. Yeah. Bam. Hello. Yeah. It was hiding. Yeah. It was hiding in there. There it is. Boom. <laughs> I've got the salt. Yes, that could be something else, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it could be. What? <laughs> it also happens like that when you're doing something else, but we're not talking about that. Um, it might happen after a donut if you're not careful. Oh. Yeah. I will be careful yeah. in the future. I like donuts. <laughs> Your starter? My starter would probably be um, a salad of endives or endives. Um, was that an argument you had at the far show? Yeah. No, we didn't do... William's oh, lost that one as I well. I love that. Chicory over endives. <laughs> it would be chicory rock for walnuts uh, with a nice sort of dressing. Oh, like yeah? Like a salad like that. This doesn't seem like you're getting revenge on anyone, Arabella. Roquefort's got Come huge on. amounts of calories. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Roquefort. Fuck you, Mum. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. are you feeling now, Mum? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you like that? Yeah. I'm going to have the cheese and I'll have a cheese after the pudding. <laughs> Watch me. Yeah, after the pudding, yeah. After the fine. pudding, after the pudding, because I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be fine with it after the pudding. I can handle that. Uh, but I would always uh, I would always go something, anything with lobster in it as well. So I could go a lobster mm. mousse or a lobster bisque. Right, yeah, big lobster fan. I like a, I like a fish. I like a crustacean. When did you get into? Because I, I think lobster—that's not a you're not endangered species. No, <laughs> no, that's not endangered species. Uh, a, a good rock for. Oh, Love please! It. I mean, you cannot beat any form of stinky cheese. Mm. A, a cheese that makes you slightly cry and mm-hmm. that makes your tongue—that is like. Oh, have you ever had a hot baby mince pie with a bit of really old Stilton inside it? No. <gasps> Oh my God, that is literally, it's unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable. You've got to get a Stilton that's nearly on the turn. You know when a Stilton starts to weep? Well, Stilton's all on the turn all the time, right? Yeah, but Yes, I know, but that's the whole point of yeah. blue cheese, isn't it? But Stilton starts to weep. Yes. yes. Right. While my Stilton gently weeps. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's quite good. Um, you could open with that. Yeah. Um, so you get a tiny baby, really high quality mince yeah. pie. Take the top off. Get it either in the microwave or your agar, depending on who you are, and then um, put a little bit of Stilton in it so that it slightly melts. Oh. I mean, literally, that is oh, literally yeah. better than sex. Yeah? Uh, I mean, it's so unbelievable. Do you put good. on music when you eat that? No, I no. don't. I, can't, I told you I can't eat and do music at the same time. <laughs> no, no, no. no. So you've got it's just yeah. the. Well, I mean, it seems a shame that this isn't your starter. This well, baby mince pie it's a little. I don't want a pastry it. starter. Better than sex, though. It's not, it's yeah. not on your menu. Yeah, but I'm old, so sex isn't that interesting to me anymore. So. <laughs> Don't like it. It's not like, mm, you know, all yeah. fantastic sex or a mince pie. No, let's just go for yeah, the mince pie. It. Lo- a Don't lot like of foods are above sex now, right? Yeah, and the older know. you get, it food gets higher up the thing. basically goes porridge, sex and everything else. Yeah. 
Yeah. The older you get, they sort of swap places. You know, sex is right. everything when you're your ages, and then it, you sort of yeah. think, oh, I think about sex. it all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh. I do another podcast all about people's favourite sex menu. Yeah. Do you? No. No, yeah. that would be a good one, though. It'd be yeah. interesting if you see if you can get anybody on it. Yeah. Um, Boff menu, what your, it's called. What would you like on oh, your sex menu? Boff. 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 Oh, Boff. Yeah. You've got a podcast right there. there It'd be go. interesting to see who you get menu. on it. Yeah, it's actually no called Boff Men. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, boff men. Yeah. Uh, boff men might quite be quite boutique. That mm. podcast, yes. but you might get a lot of vis- listeners. Uh, yeah, so, that's so what food has overtaken sex for you. Yeah, I mean that that sounds like I used to have as much sex as I did eat, and that probably is true. Yeah, Congrats. I probably used to have more sex yeah. than I ate. That's cool. And then you sort of swap a bit because a you're not that interested as much and also your opportunities diminish the older you get sure like it or not and whereas you can uh, you can eat where you like I mean you can go to a restaurant and eat what you like can't you if you yeah. can afford it whereas you can't go to a boy restaurant in my case and eat what you like necessarily no especially if they restaurant? have free will if they have free will calling places boy restaurants though <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, Walking the idea being that... Going, I've arrived in the boy restaurant. Well, that's the sort of, you know, if there's a sort of uh, smorgasbord of boys, which is, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll have one of that, a little bit of that. Uh, yeah. Not too much of that, please. Just a suggestion of that. A, yeah. uh, a, a taste of that. Uh, I've only thought of this now, but that is basically what happens. Whereas, you you know, you have more opportunities the older and richer you get yeah. in many ways, but uh, yeah. fewer choices in uh, the love well, let's not talk about love in the sex department. Yeah. You're not in love with all these boys at the boy restaurant. <laughs> no, in fact, you mustn't be in love with them. No, you can't. No, you must not be in love with them. It's just, it's a pick and mix. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to invest too much. Sure. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a grab bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Before we started this, you said you were still very torn about your main. This is this has been the toughest course for you. Is that fair to say? Oh uh, yeah, definitely the toughest course because yeah. um, I like a lot of food, but I don't think 
I like a wide variety of, you know, countries, cuisines, but I would say not much comes close to a pork belly mm. with celeriac mash. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a really, really well done pork belly. Yeah. But, yeah, otherwise it would be lamb tagine. So those, those are the ones you've been torn That's between. That's what I'm trying. But I'm going to, you know, if you've got a gun to my head, it's all over. Yes. Never going to have sex again. It's the pork belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm going. I'm going pork belly. If someone does have a gun to your head. That's uh, not part of the podcast, by the way. Yeah. Which isn't part of the podcast. Yeah. We don't ever do put guns to people's heads. Oh, it's a shame. Uh, but do you want them to specify if you're going to have sex again? Is that part of it? <laughs> uh, I... Obviously, have free will slash choice, uh, but I do. I want someone to specify it. No, I don't care. No, you don't care. No, but in your care. head, it's like never having sex again. Probably. So now I've got to have the pork belly. Yeah, I'm just having the pork belly. Yeah, and have the pork. I'm gonna, and yeah, it's pork belly something that because I remember when it came in. Yeah, I know because it used to be like a you know. Yeah. Don't but know what it was, like, but it was not. It's it not is like quite a new thing, isn't it? Pigs didn't have bellies until that point. They were no, but them. I think. It became like a lot of food. It became, and I can remember the restaurant that brought it back, slightly sort of school dinnery things, yeah, things that yeah. weren't regarded as fine dining. And then they came back and suddenly you were getting shepherd's pie in really posh, expensive places. And you go, wait a minute, that's just my school dinner. Yeah. It's 27 quid. <laughs> um, and often no better than your school dinner. Uh, but yeah, pork bellies, all those, because I think everyone was terrified that pork was fattening and would kill you and everything and then they suddenly realised it wasn't too bad but I dare say a pork belly is not something you should have if you've got a heart condition every day of your life no but that, that's, that's a kind of classic thing of kind of people going oh I'm worried this is quite bad for us oh it's actually not bad for us great let's eat the belly then <laughs> that's like the fattiest the bit fattiest, that means we can bit. have more of it yeah yeah you know heroin's bad for you yeah well why don't I just have heroin from the street then instead of you know, <laughs> inject it with a dirty needle if I'm allowed everything yeah yeah just have it all yes the pork belly is probably not great for you but it's such a treat good. though isn't it oh, so oh man, with some apple sauce yeah. that's really well made. Oh my god! But it yeah. lends itself to so many different types of cuisine as well. So you can have like amazing, like British style pork belly with that's crackling. And, I like the crackling. And then like Chinese pork belly is completely different as well. No, I don't like Chinese. No, pork belly. no Chinese pork no. belly. No, no. I don't no. Like that. no. <laughs> no. That's a Portuguese woman answering that. Right, okay. Just to be very clear here, that yes. I am not doing a racial accent. No, well you I are. I was singing. But it's not what they yeah, but it's not. It's not the Chinese. No. Yeah, yeah. Just to I was be trying clear. to sing Vossi Bop the other day, and my kids went, "You cannot do his accent." And I went, "I absolutely can do Stormzy's accent." And they went, "No, but it's racially offensive." And I was yeah. going, "No, it's just amusing." And then you carried on. Yeah, and then I carried on, but that's one of the ways I embarrass my children. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, don't worry. We got we got a broadcast it now. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't actually sing it. No, you didn't. My brothers don't dab; they just vossy bop. There we go. <laughs> Absolutely got good. you. <laughs> uh, straight after the sentence, I didn't sing it. <laughs> <laughs> We've not I edited didn't that in any way. You're doing a little dance now? Doing the Because in the... my show, there's a whole yeah. uh, sequence about how kind of incredibly dysfunctionally I was brought up. And then about, I sort of make a joke about what a perfect mother I am. And then I say, but if I want to embarrass my kids, this is what I do. And then I do a whole dance. I do the dance and I sing um, Kiki. In My Feelings by Drake. Yeah, great. Kiki, do you love me? Yeah. And um, and I do the whole dance. I do the actual dance from the video. Great. And my daughter said, everybody in the audience will hate you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I went, no, you hate me for doing that, but they won't. And my son went, thing is, you're quite good at it. Boom. Yeah. Wow. 
Sounds I am quite good at dancing. Yeah. My big dream is to now finally meet Drake and get him to get me to be in the video. That's not. I mean. I mean that's so, not impossible. Yeah. Someone was telling me they saw Drake at the O2, and he had a big, uh, like, inflatable globe on stage that would get bigger and bigger, and it ended up being so big it pushed him off the stage. <laughs> it never. Yeah. I don't believe Drake was pushed off the stage. That's what it said. It, it, it getting bigger and bigger, and Drake couldn't fit on the stage anymore. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I think that we'd have heard like about it. it if Drake had fallen off the stage. They told me it was Do you know true. That? Yeah. Anyway. Tell me that's what happened. There's no room for him. So pork belly with celeriac mash <laughs> yep. and apple sauce. Yep. Delicious. And I'm, super crispy crackling on oh, the top. Oh, super crispy. I like break your teeth crispy. Mm, that's yeah. what I like. Yeah. You want to you like, if you're, you know, it's like anything. If you're going over the edge... You want everything to be the yeah. most it could possibly be. Yeah, yeah. So I sound like a Roman emperor, don't I? So like you want it to be so oily and yeah. salty and so sort you take of fried. One bite into yeah, it and like it just you practically want it to break your teeth. All the fat just yeah, spurts just, into your mouth. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's that's. No, I'm not so keen on the fat spurting into my mouth. Well, there's it. It is. That's yeah, what but happens. you want no. You want the kind of you know like to sort of suck it. Yeah, I don't like the hot fat. <laughs> Who likes hot fat? Just suddenly. Ugh, just scorching the inside of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's not too lovely, is it? But oh, mm. yeah, but you do want to be able to taste. I mean, what is lovely about cooking is, I mean, not cooking is eating is oil and salt, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's the, the main. Of, that's know, the main thing. And then sugar. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's the best. Yeah. Do you like? How do you feel when you get the crackling sometimes, and there's a little bit of hair, hair coming out of it? I'm not that bothered by it. Mm. I mean, because it, it is from a pig. Yeah. But I mean, hairy I, I don't. I'm pig. not going. Oh, can you bring it with extra hair? Sure. But, I mean, I don't like hair anyway. I'm not a hair person. I don't really like hairy things. Go on. So, I just don't, <laughs> I don't like hair. I mean, I don't mean the whole kind of porn thing, you know, if everyone's got to be waxed into oblivion. But I just, sure. I don't, I mean, I'm not loving yeah. the the single hair or even 10 hairs on a pork belly. But it doesn't bother you? I don't think I'd eat that. How I'd, many hairs before you stop don't eat? There's one hair on there, imagine there's that. There's one hair. I would it? pluck that hair. I'd take that hair off before I ate it. If there's more than that, I'm going, really sorry to be an ass, but could you bring me a bit of pork belly without So literally hair? there's two hairs. There's two hairs. Back. There's two hairs at a bus stop. One says, yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I mean, obviously if they're like tiny, but you know, if they're kind of hair hair. Yeah, yeah. I pulled a hair out of my mouth this morning from my, that was definitely in my muesli and definitely not mine. Right. So I did have to think about it. So I thought, so that's definitely from the factory. Yeah. From somebody who was not wearing their hair net uh, uh-huh. particularly well. And I thought, right, what do I do now? And I thought, ah, oh, fuck it. You know. Just, I mean, it was a long hair. Yeah. A long hair. And How I thought, long did it take to pull out your mouth? I mean, you know, three and a half hours. No, uh, it was wound around my stomach. Yeah. Um, no, I just sort of thought, I mean, you know, but I'm not particularly squeamish. Yeah. Mm. It's a, what are you going to... I mean, I have eaten my son's poo by accident. So... Uh, <laughs> um. What? He was very, very little and he couldn't speak, but he was a toddler and he was wearing a nappy and I had a whole bunch of mates around and they all had kids the same age and I gave the kids... Can I say, at this point in the story, yeah. I can't see how this, <laughs> en- how this ends up with you eating shit. I'm about to tell you. Yes, so I, give like, them a, I can't even I give imagine them, the setup. I give them a plate of ginger biscuits and my little boy, as I say, he can't speak, but he can walk. He comes running towards me with, um, you probably, I don't know if either of you've had children, but they've got those adorable little squishy hands mm. that are like uncooked dough. And the biscuit is mashed into his hand and he's going, ah, and I'm, you know, trying to be a perfect mother because every minute of every day I'm trying not to be my mother. So I don't say anything. I go, oh, darling, it's all right. Mummy will get rid of the biscuit for you. And I look around, no wipes. And so I put it in my mouth. 
and it's not his biscuit, it's his shit, because he's been sitting in his pooey nappy for so long, he can't tell me it needs changing, yeah. so he's dug the poo yes. out the back, and he's brought it to show me. Show and, and tell. And, and now, that is seared into his memory now, <laughs> the time he pulled his own shit out of his out It's of not his, his memory, his he's got no problem, went into my mouth, not his. Yeah, but now he's just sit. he's gone, oh, I need to show my mum that my, my nappy needs changing, and she ate the shit. <laughs> I didn't go, I will eat it instead of change your nappy. I thought it was his biscuit. That's why I told you it was ginger biscuits. Uh, but uh, yes, no, I do. Because uh, now, in the mouth. yeah, straight what, what, in the mouth. Uh, and then, yeah, what, what did, did it taste, taste like? like? Guess <laughs> what it tastes like. Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were you, how did you? <laughs> how did I react? Um, I went, bleh, 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 and, you know, tried to sort of claw it out of my mouth. Yeah. But you know, oh, but God. also you two are too young. Well, I mean, I don't know about your lives, but as too you get older, you uh, no, you as you the get older, taste. you you know, I've had very close friends die, and I didn't eat their shit. But you end up, you know, dealing with a lot of shit and vomit and stuff, and you just sort of right. have to get on with it. Yeah. It's just life. And it was my little boy. I mean, what was going to be in it? it wasn't going to be sort of you know street. You, you knew everything you put into him so uh, I knew everything that got into his mouth yeah, yeah 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 yeah. exactly so, I mean, you knew the provenance of the I mean shit. I wasn't going oh I'm, I mean I wasn't a hippie I never ate his placenta or anything I just sort of thought I mean it was absolutely disgusting but yeah. I did sort of think I'll get over this <laughs> I've eaten in things. the moment did I, I think in the moment I would think I w- I'm never going to get over this it wasn't a super experience, but it has provided quite a bit of comedy. So yes. So, yeah, yeah, you must have been quite grateful about and what, also what your when job I am, was. When I'm making it clear to my son that I have literally done everything for him. I, you know, I've been a single parent for 11 years and I've literally done everything from, I do sometimes say, I ate your shit. <laughs> I ate your shit. I wouldn't be ordering that again, that's for sure. Yeah, no. yeah. So, so it's you don't not, want that on the menu? This is not your side dish. This is not my side dish. I absolutely love creamed spinach. Yeah. Again, I sometimes feel a bit guilty eating it because you think, who needs the cream? Sure. On top of everything. The spinach needs so the cream. I'd, yeah, yes. I know it does. So I'd probably have the spinach, creamed spinach, and broccoli with toasted almonds. Yeah. Long yeah, stem broccoli. Can, yeah. Can long, I have that? Long, long stem. stem broccoli, yeah, because I'm posh. So uh-huh. let's have so you the have posh to have stuff, the long yeah. stem. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. have the expensive stuff. And we've, we've, we always ask this question if someone asks for long stem broccoli, how long do you want your stems? Yes. Um, goodness, uh, long enough to sit to sit in an oval plate, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, great, okay. To be at yeah. home in a yeah. small oval side dish. But not mm. hanging, not hanging over no the hanging. No hanging, no hanging. They bring it hanging and yeah. that's it. It's getting sent back. No hanging. Yeah. I do not want anything de or the plate. Okay, nothing so- exterior to the plate. <laughs> nothing that thing when they do with lobster. Okay, I don't want it oh, off yeah. the plate. Why would I want it off the plate? When it drapes on the plate, please. All on the plate. Everything on the plate. Make the plate as big as you like, but it's all got to be on the plate. You don't want it to look like the lobster was trying to escape <laughs> yes, as they as which they brought it. You all know it. it is. Yeah, yeah, poor little guy. The second time you mentioned sending food back. Now, are mm. you a food send send backer? One of the things that I am most pleased about. Um, in terms of myself and what I've achieved, mainly, I have to say, through therapy, was an appropriate sense of entitlement. Uh-huh. So I am never rude to waiters. I am never rude. I'm never rude to anybody. Uh-huh. But if I'm in a restaurant, doesn't matter if it's three quid or 27 quid, you just go, sorry, this isn't hot. Mm-hmm. Or this isn't what I asked for. I'm never rude. I don't throw my weight around or go, listen here, none of that. Just go, sorry, we're having a transaction here. I'm paying for this mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, this isn't why I ordered or it's not warm enough. So I'm very pleased about that because I don't do a kind of, look, I'm, I'm 
so sorry. Or listen, I'm, I, I don't mean to bother you. It's just all that rubbish. Just go and... and any decent waiter or waitress just goes, fair enough. Yeah. They don't go, oh, this. I was yeah. very pleased with myself. I was in a queue. I can speak Italian. Uh-huh. And I was in a queue in a very posh bread shop in Italy. Uh, well, it was an ordinary, it was like Italy is, you know, fantastically nice pastry and um, posh bread, but also just everybody's daily bread. And I was talking to my daughter in English and this... Um, it was probably one of my finest moments. And this very grand, I, I could tell from her accent, Roman woman was behind me in the queue. And when she realised that I was speaking English, she, when the guy said, who's next in Italian, she started to order. And I turned on her and said, you know very well that I was next. Uh, but you think because I'm English that you can get ahead of me. Now, you know, I was. And I said, and if you came to London, I hope no one would behave like that to you. you oh, yeah. And then the guy, obviously all in Italian, and yeah. the guy went... Yeah. Um, what would you like, madam? Oh, yes, come on. Years of therapy have paid off and a little bit of Italian speaking. Did you, say, did you say that celebration in Italian yeah, as well? Yeah. Years yeah. of therapy have paid off. Yes. No, I didn't. La terapia. Funzionata. No. Uh, no, I didn't say that. I just, but it, these are pathetic little victories. But it's all no, about, that's a pr- you know, I think that's a pretty step. big victory. But yes, it was that yeah. she was assuming I couldn't yeah. speak uh, Italian. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, any person I know who works with food goes, you don't want people to pretend, you don't want people to be angry, but you don't want, if it's wrong, let us know. Don't do a kind of, I went there and, you know, trip advisor yeah. and just, mm-hmm. I mean, that's so kind of English, isn't it? Complaining yeah. about something afterwards, sure, but not saying at the time. And looking forward to complaining about oh, it. Oh yeah, well. loving Sitting the complaining. Going, I can't wait to write, logging into TripAdvisor while you're there. <laughs> I can't wait to write this review. I know, well, it's, you know. Everyone's got a voice now, haven't they? Yeah, most of my heckles are over emails these days. <laughs> afterwards, I stayed and watched the whole thing and I'm livid. Yeah. I, I had a very good time. And yes, I did laugh a few times, but I really object to you using your whatever. And you just go, well, just, I don't care. What's happened with my show now, because I talk about my dysfunctional childhood in the first bit, is I've had a number of women come up to me and say, I really, I really think you need a hug. And right. it's awful because I'm thinking, yes, but not from you. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. need hugs from strangers, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you yeah. very much. I mean, the person I need a hug from is long dead and really ought to have been my mother. But yeah. I really want a hug from you. I mean, thank I think you, if, you, if you said yeah. that to them, that would work perfectly. Yeah, but yeah. not from you, yeah. bitch. <laughs> not I, I never used that word. I don't know why I used it. It just seemed amusing in the moment. Please forgive me. I yeah. never, ever used that word. I'd rather use cunt than bitch. Yeah. Non-gender let, specific, you see, that's let my it thing. Be no, but cunt is kind of, yeah. No, yeah. no, Fair you can enough. say he's a cunt, she's a cunt. Absolutely. No yeah. one says he's a bitch unless they're referring to someone who's camp. You have sure. to agree. True. No one ever goes, oh God, that uh, David Cameron, he's a right bitch. Uh, some people probably said that, actually. But it's not, but they, you have to admit, it has yes. a oh, kind of connotation. Mate. Don't stand up for bitch. I've said, it, I've said it even less than you. <laughs> today 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 oh, only uh, off the yeah. clock dear, <laughs> dear TripAdvisor trip I went to see that James A. Caster's gig and there was no use of the word bitch I would like to complain people wanted to give me a hug after my last my, my last tour show because it was quite personal and I, I and I did just say every time they go kind of want to give you a hug I went well that would be weird wouldn't it and then they go oh okay <laughs> and then that would be the end of that I think, I I mean, this is political and with a small P, but I do think there's still so much me going, A, I speak with a posh voice and I'm called Arabella and me going to a nice ordinary woman who said, I'd like to give you a hug. Well, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? I think I sound like a sort of posh cow who's going, what are you doing? Whereas you going, oh, that'd be weird. That's funny. Yes. And I think that's got to do, I mean, I think that's a gender thing as well. I think, you know. 
that it's funny you saying that and I bet the person who offered you the hug sort of went oh he was really funny I thought I'd give him a hug and he went oh that'd be weird that's part I, I anyway that's my sort of theory about yeah. how difficult Whereas it is to whereas people come away from you go she's so stuck oh, up oh she's yeah, such yeah, a stuck yeah. up cow give me a hug. I, all I said yeah. I wanted to give her a hug and she went oh that'd be weird I just I wanted mean, to touch her yeah I just wanted to be <laughs> near to give her a cuddle <laughs> yeah and I've got breasts you don't have breasts because it's weird being hugged by people when you've got breasts as well yeah well because they're there they're what, in the hug. They're what about like the audience said, I'll come and give you a hug, but from behind? That'd be a different <laughs> show, wouldn't it? And yeah, uh, and yeah I, I want to give you a hug from behind. Yeah. The start, from the side? Like a koala? <laughs> side hug? Mm, don't know. Maybe not so good. Wouldn't be so satisfying, would it? No, maybe not. Well, it's so really squeezed. It's all about the pressure, right? You squeeze. Yeah, you but you don't want to. Is that how you hug? If you, if, if, if you I, I don't want to be hugged side, by That's me from the side. Is there, oh, that's a that's a sort of well, flat hug, isn't it? I'll demonstrate on Benito. No, he doesn't want to be hugged by you. Look, he hates he's, being touched. that is uh, <laughs> harassment <laughs> in the workplace. Can you see the enjoyment on his face? No, he doesn't like being it. touched. He doesn't want to be touched. To be fair, he hates being touched in general. So, your dream drink? <sighs> well, I'm having two drinks. I'm going to have a really good champagne. Uh huh. Uh, and I'm then going to have a really decent, I'm going to tell you, a Pinot Noir, red Pinot Noir. Uh-huh. Uh, which, sorry, I know people know that Pinot Noir is red. I do beg my beg my pardon. I beg everyone's pardon. Um, I found a friend of mine, a very, very old friend of mine, is a real wine connoisseur, and he gave me this tip, which I will share with your listeners. Uh, he said, look, I'm not being horrible to you, but you don't really know about wine, so don't ever spend more. He said, never spend less than 10, but never spend more than about 16, because he said, once you get into the 25 quid, 100 quid a bottle stuff, he said, that's for connoisseurs. So anybody who's, like, telling you you've got to spend, he said, don't, because you will get... A, a wine that you can appreciate within that price bracket. But he said, because you're not doing the kind of notes of berry and, you know, mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. And you and I and he said, and I thought that was so liberating. Right. Because yeah. you know, standing in the shop thinking, oh God, if I was really nice to myself, I'd spend 40 quid on the bottle. No, not anymore. Great. 10 is my bottom, as it were. And uh, <laughs> my bottom's no longer a 10. And uh, about sort of 18, 16. I'm not sure my bottom was ever a 10, but uh, it was a 10 comedically, but it was never a 10, you know, in delicto flagrante. Um, so, uh, so a Pinot Noir. Uh, I would spend money on a decent champagne. Mm-hmm. There is nothing worse. I mean, that includes the war in Syria than a cheap champagne. Fair enough. Uh, you know, Good looking at you know, when, when people say there is nothing worse, then you think, well, there's quite a lot worse than yeah, a cheap yeah. champagne. Uh, but yes, I'd like, uh, I've recently rediscovered Discovered Moet, which, by yes. the way, is you the, do say Moet. Is it Moet? Because he was Dutch. Ah, okay. So your connoisseurs, oh, t- Moet. Uh, is that another far show argument? Yeah. No, funnily enough, we didn't have too many rows about champagne. Again. We sound like such a bunch of knobs, but there yeah. was quite a lot of this wine series discussion. Two, series two that really series two. Yeah. We're Once sitting the around the table. You through. get the Montrachet Pinot. <laughs> um, but yes, so a Pinot Noir. Oh, and I know people are going to say you're not supposed to drink red with pork, but you're actually supposed to drink whatever you want with whatever you want. Absolutely. True. So, but actually, maybe I'd have a cocktail at the bar because uh-huh. I do like a drink. Then a champagne, then a red wine. What would your cocktail at the bar be? 
I do like a cosmopolitan. I'm basically yeah. a sort of pathetic girl. It's like, I mean, because it's fruit juice, isn't it, with uh-huh. alcohol in it? So, yeah. yeah, so I like something quite sweet. I don't like all sort of dry vermouth and all that. Right. But yeah, but always a, a blini. I don't mind a blini. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'll have a blini but, or a kia. But yeah, something with sugar in it. Yeah, a sugary cocktail. Sugary cocktail. Then the... A nice, very dry champagne. Champagne. And then a Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Do you want to ask the melee to come out and show you the Pinot Noir? I'd like him to show me his Pinot Noir, yes. I do want... Hello! So normally, Arabella, we only let the guests choose one drink, but... Fuck him. Yeah, but... Mm. It's the way you went, I'm going to have these drinks. Yeah. And then James immediately went, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, think no. that's happening now. If you yeah. if you made me, we're on a desert island, you've got a gun held to my head, we're in all sorts of other you know, extreme situations, yeah. uh, then I'd probably, for the sort of party factor, I'd have the champagne. Okay. But we're going to let you have all three. Great. I'm yeah. having we're them. I'm having them. Is yeah. happening. Yeah. Your dessert. Right. Now, this is not the right dessert for this meal, but it, this meal's not really sort of, I'm not doing these all together, am I? Mm-hmm. So my father used to work a lot in the Middle East and uh, I used to spend a lot of time with him there. And there was, that's why I was torn between the port belly and the tagine. Right. Because that's, that's where right. I had tagine first. Um, there's a bread and butter pudding made with Arabic bread called Om Ali. Basically it's bread and butter pudding, uh-huh. but made with the flatbread the oh. sort of crispy flat, flat mm. bread. Still got everything, you know, mm. raisins and liqueur and everything. But that I love Omali. That does sound good. It is very good. I mean, it is literally bread and butter pudding, but made with the um, Egyptian, in this case, flat bread that is slightly crispy and slightly chewy. Yeah. That sounds delicious. That is better, isn't it? If, by the way, you're making a bread and butter pudding, you know you need to make it with stale bread. Right, yes. And if you really want a treat, you make it with stale... Um, Panforte, not Panforte, the uh, Colomba. I can rather pretentiously uh-huh. only think of it in Italian. You know the kind of slightly dry domed cake that you get at Easter? Yeah. Is it it's like panettone? Yeah, it's called a Colomba. Yeah, okay. And, right. and you wait, leave that out uh-huh. um, till, it, till it's quite sort of dry and then slice that up, toast it and then make a bread and butter mm. pudding uh-huh. with a toasted pine nuts and raisins soaked in marsala oh, or wow. sherry or whatever. I mean, man, that is good. Do you I, make that? I have made it. I do as little cooking as I possibly can. Well, that sounds like some good cooking, though. No, that is some good cooking right there. I used to hate bread and butter pudding. You're going to love this. And I've really... I'm, I'm into it now. I'm into it now, but I think it's quite a grown-up pudding. That? Bread and butter pudding? Yeah. What? Well, I well know, it's grown up because it's got alcohol in it, but the alcohol cooks No, off, I just but... never used to like it. And then I started making but were you it. At, were you at boarding school? No. No. It's so... been, you may as well have been out Good guess, though. Uh, well, you've got a sort of, you know, you've got a slightly kind of um, Prince Farquhar. Big, big posh face. You've got a big posh face. Yeah. A bit of a print. You'd be Prince Farquhar in the uh, stage version of Shrek, wouldn't he? Yes, Thank he would you. actually. Uh, no, it's Thank not an insult. No, no, no. I'm Thank just you. saying. I'm yeah. it as a, I'm I'm take, immediately flipping on your head and ganging up with you with Arabella. You yeah. would be Prince Farquhar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Shrek. You'd be the gingerbread man. Yeah, so, that's true. Oh, yeah. No, that is I true. I ate a gingerbread man yesterday. So, that's why uh, yeah, you. So I mean, I had imagined. I'm afraid I had boarding wrongly school. imagined you'd no, been boarding fine. school with all those puddings. I went to a, a day school, but a public school. Yeah, so Did I've you? got it. I, Isn't it weird a the way you my... can tell? You can tell, can't you? But it's so peculiar the way you can tell. You walk down the street and you think it's like they've been sort of made out of white velvet, and yeah. they've been they've yeah. washed themselves with sort of chamois. Yes. But it, maybe it's just literally years of. We think the same about breeding. all you stateies. 
Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. You I, I went to grammar school. Yeah. Me oh, my, yeah. I knew you were a grandmother. I knew you were a grandma the moment you walked in. <laughs> yeah. No, you never. No, you never. <laughs> I bet most people would think I went to private school, but I never. I, I can never. T- I can tell her about I went to a selective school. I can I tell. You can smell it on us. My dad's a teacher and my biggest fear was ended up in a school where he was a teacher. How funny, because my mum was a teacher at my school and that was my greatest glory at the school because obviously I had a very, very competitive relationship with my mother. and So I'd, I'd been at lots and lots of different schools because of my dad's job and then they split up. So I knew that the, this school, the day school in Camden Town, that I was going to be the first place I could stay for the whole time. So I knew I was going to make friends that, I, that would last. And, you know, mum and dad had split up and I was unhappy and I had a terrible relationship with my mother. And so I made these friends that are still my friends to this day on the first day. And I knew that was the first time I discovered that I was really funny because I thought I've got two options here. I'd be really funny, which means being incredibly rude, or I swat. So I thought, well, there's no way I'm going to do that. So I was right from the off, really, really rude to the teachers. I mean, I was fearless. I can remember sort of scenting blood and thinking I'm going to ruin this woman's life. I mean, obviously it's not great now, but, you know, I wasn't a bully to kids, but I was like, right. I'd pick victims and then I'd sort of, you know, do long campaigns to make them cry and all that sort of thing. I mean, it's just bonkers. And uh, my, so my proudest moment around that age was when my mother, who was teaching at the school, said she thought she was going to, that this was going to be the end of me, that I was going to go, oh, my God, I can't believe it. She said, your name came up in the classroom and I couldn't, uh, in the staff room, and I couldn't hold my head up. I was so ashamed. And I went, yes, <laughs> I have <laughs> I am the naughtiest girl in the school, yeah. How are you feeling now, Mum? Eat it! <laughs> I am the naughtiest girl in the school. I was absolutely thrilled. Yep, oh. that's how I made my mark. You would like sparkling water. You would like bread as your starter with loads of butter. Uh, no, not starter. That's my pre-starter. Yeah. Your actual starter, you would like salad of endives, endives. Chicory, Roquefort, walnuts, some great dressing. Main course, pork belly with celeriac mash. Mm. Side dish with cream spirit and long stem broccoli all on the plate with toasted almonds. Yeah. Drink, cosmopolitan, really good champagne and a Pinot Noir. Why not? Uh, uh, one's at the bar, one's in between the bar. Your table, exactly. One's on the table. <laughs> I've got to have a drink walking from the yeah, bar yeah, to yeah. the table. Absolutely. It's a long walk. Out loud. Yeah. yeah. And dessert, the Omali, is it? Omali. Omali. The uh, bread and butter pudding from Egypt. Also, I'm going to let you have the, as a, like, uh, after the whole meal, the little mince pie with the still in it. Yeah. yeah. It's Christmas after all, and I'm not going home to have sex, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Absolutely. It doesn't matter it that I'm going, oh, God. No sex. No sex, it says here. So uh, It's a no sex menu. It's a no it sex menu. Strictly no sex. Import. We've never had to, like, enforce that rule before. But <laughs> for you, we've had to put it on there. You know, but I bet people who are considering sex after their meal will be wondering what they're eating. Yeah. Do you want to tell your mum to eat it again? <laughs> She's dead. Eat yeah. it! <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a nice note to end on. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming to the Dream My pleasure. Arabella Weir there. Fantastic menu. Whoa, delicious menu. Very Great funny chat. guest. Yeah, really good. Afterwards, she bullied Ed. Oh, yeah, she bullied me. And you didn't get to up. hear that, but yeah. she just called Ed a jock. Yeah. said it, he looked like a she jock. She said I looked like a jock. It's the happiest I've ever been. She said Ed looks like he's auditioning to play Channing Tatum. Yeah. 
Which I think would be a shock to Channing Tatum that he didn't get get that part straight away. Bad luck, Channing. Bad luck, Channing. Ed's on your heels. Yeah, you're, you're the new you're the new Tatum. Everyone now knows. you were laughing like it, this is the difference between us. You mm. were laughing like she just insulted me. Yes, and I very much took it as a compliment. Yeah, but I was just delighted. I was just you delighted. Seen Channing it was Tatum. Happening. Yeah, sure. Oh, the whole thing. I knew you would like. It. I knew that it was, guy's crazy hot. I knew it was safe to laugh. Magic, Magic Mike, much. Magic Mike much. Magic Mike much, James? Yep, absolutely. You're laughing, going Arabella Weir's saying Ed could audition to play Channing. I mean, she didn't say how far I would get in the auditioning process. So you look like you're auditioning to play him. Yeah, I, so I wouldn't get a jock haircut. <laughs> yeah, I got a jock haircut. But you know what? I'm happy with that. I've got to lean into the way I look. Yeah, you look you look very nice. I mean, none, none, you, none of it was actual diss. You look very nice as well. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. But I liked you gigg- giggling away. I was giggling Like the so little much. bully hanging at the back of the crowd. Yep. If, if, if I was brave enough at school I would have been the little bully hanging at the back of the crowd <laughs> you weren't brave enough to be the bully hanging no, at the back of the crowd I wasn't even brave enough to be that kid <laughs> I looked at that kid like he's so brave <laughs> where were you? no just you know, watching from across the room thinking good bullying <laughs> <laughs> um, if you like the sound of what Arabella was talking about uh, you should go and see her show she is very very funny uh, the show is called Does My Mum Loom Big In This and you can find out more about that show dates, tickets and all of that sort of thing on arabellaweir.co.uk also thank you Arabella for not choosing seeded grapes by the way Yes, thank you, Arabella. Um, also, we have uh, an online presence uh, at Off Menu Official on Instagram and Twitter and offmenupodcast.co.uk on the internet. Go and check it out. Big list of all the restaurants that have ever been mentioned on the podcast on that website. Indeedy doody. Indeedy doody. I'm a foodie. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again sometime soon. Goodbye. Drive safe. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.